1: Learn more at marines.com. Hey everybody, it's Matthew Collar here. We're talking Vikings football five days a week on Purple Daily, available on Apple, Spotify, and the Score North app, or wherever you find your podcasts. And look, if you're tight on time right now and you can only listen to one segment from today's show, here it is. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand.
2: It's Purple Daily. Caller has questions. Blue 58! Blue 58! Go! And
3: he wants your answers.
1: Three! Red, red, red! Red poly! Blue poncho!
3: In rapid-fire fashion.
1: Gun flex right stack 394 dragon smoke.
3: It's Hot Routes on Purple Daily. 580!
2: 397! Right,
1: you know what any of those mean, Alex? Uh,
2: 394 three-step and then 94 protection.
1: Oh. So, wait, if you know it, doesn't doesn't the defense know it if the guy's calling it out?
2: Well, no, he's not yelling at it. Like, with 394 would be like a play action because you're, like, selling the 94. So it would be a three-step. So, like, basically three tells you that you want to really sell this, guys, and then it's a, you're selling 94 action, which would be like a zone, and then smoke, I think it was, which is a quick play or a quick throw out to the, you know, slot. And then the other one was, what do he say? Bang, which would be a bang route. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, cuz uh
1: yeah, dra- dragon, I know is the uh dragon. slant that's what says. slant drag combination yeah. would it be? That's That's the only one I. No big deal. Picked up on. <laughs> all right. Football. Uh, all right, let's uh let's <laughs> ramp up the NFL films music and we have hot routes. We have just not gotten to enough hot routes because yes. Alex won't stop annoying the internet. So after ah. that, uh, <laughs> let's go. Aside hot from routes. that, we have needed a hot routes in our life. So it's uh yes. related to the DC football squad. Uh, I want you guys to just give me your three favorite Washington players ever. Uh, I don't know who wants to start here. Ladies first. All right. Go ahead. Give me your three favorite players ever.
0: I could get very emotional with this first one because he's the reason that I love football. Um, I, in my, like, formative years, kind of like in high school, like really understanding, like, this is a game that I love. Uh, Sean Taylor is the reason for that. Sure, um, yes. I remember the night he. This is why it's so emotional. And the night he died, uh, like I actually got accepted to Indiana, my the place where I went to school for college, and I just remember I'll never forget that because I was like on the internet because that was back in two thousand and seven. And he had gotten shot, and I just remember following all day, really like, yeah. rescrolling. Yep. like, is he alive? Is he alive? Because that was just such a devastating blow mm-hmm. for where he was at in his career. Um, he goes down, in my opinion, as one of the greatest Redskins of all time, but he would be, had he continued on, Hall of, I, Hall of Famer, yep, they're up, they're best up. at his position, I think, bar none. Um, and I think you could even throw him in probably as a top five. Uh, but yeah, I mean... Sean Taylor is the reason I love football. So that's uh, that's Whoa. my number overarching number one. Champ Bailey, great tr- tremendous rookie season, total BA move to be like I'm gonna, if you tag me I'm going to miss fr- training camp. And then they're just like okay go seek a trade. And then he goes and has a Hall of Fame career with De- with Denver. So I think that was cool. And then Antoine Randall. Oh
1: yeah, that's Indiana. Right. I think of him as a, uh, as, a as a Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah. yeah,
0: but he you know had a big part of his career uh, in Washington. Okay, uh, how about you, Jonathan? We'll make Alex wait.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, mine would be Sean Taylor and Champ Bailey. My third one would be a guy who went undrafted, but then played for, I think, 16 years and never missed a game in London Fletcher. Oh, great! That God. dude was great amazing. Pick.
2: You guys are stealing all my good ones. <laughs> I hope Rex
0: Grossman is on your list. <laughs> no, not Donovan McNabb.
2: I was obviously going to say uh, Sean Taylor. I mean, what could you say about a guy? I mean, just one of the greatest players mm-hmm. ever. And I, I totally agree. It was an emotional day with the day we all heard about that. But uh, London Fletcher... I know, talking about a guy that tried to kill me on the field, I loved every second of it. I mean, being, and he was a Cleveland kid, so it was great playing with him on the field, but he was just, what he brought to that game was so fun, and he was another emotional guy that was great to play against because, he, man, he talked a lot, too. And it was like, man, it's hard keeping up with him, and he's an old guy, and he was just going. But uh, other than that, it had to be Jim Lacey, and only because I knew Jim, and he was an Ohio State guy, offensive lineman, and I really liked Jim growing up, and then I got to meet him when I was at Ohio State, and he ended up being a really great guy.
1: Okay, uh I'm going to go with uh Steven Davis, maybe one of the most underrated running backs of that era of great running backs in the late 90s early 2000s, really really good player, drove their offense then. I'm going to go Doug Williams here. Now I don't really know like a lot about what it looks like to see Doug Williams play cuz he was retired before I was watching a lot of football, but his a football life is Amazing, like the documentary on him and Sean Taylor, but the documentary on Doug Williams and what he accomplished in his career, being the first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl, uh, I, I think that's awesome, and he will go down as, in history as being uh, one of the one of the greats because of that. And I'll give you a Washington football player who was severely underrated in his time, did not play there as his main team, like Randall L., but Lavernius Coles.
2: Yeah. Great
1: okay. player, Lavernius Coles. I haven't but heard that name. Paul, a, a very good player, I think. Uh, But he would go deep, and he had good hands, and just didn't have great quarterbacking when he was in D.C. So uh there are my three. Our next question is, um, what do you guys think would have happened, Alex, you go first on this one, to okay. their franchise – had RG3 never gotten hurt?
2: I think that that's an unfair question to ask. I was... Hot routes isn't fair. I know, I know. (laughs) I I don't think that they would have had the sustained success that everyone thinks they did. I mean, eventually, these running quarterbacks, something happens. They flame out. They don't, you know, people are catch on to you, and it's, oh, listen, all you got to do is just attack the point line. Go right to where the handoff is and just destroy everybody there. And you know, people catch on to stuff like that and I don't I just you know, I don't think that they would have been able to keep the success that they had with him even if he had not gotten hurt. But I'll tell you what, talk about a terrible injury, especially because we all watched it happen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we all watched him go in the tent and we were like, Please God, don't come out. He came out and went back in and I was like, Is nobody gonna stop this poor guy from going out there after we watched him? I mean, that was terrible, terrible.
0: So I went and found a quote from Mike Shanahan from 2015 talking about how the two previous years before that when we could kind of tell that the writing was on the wall with Robert Griffin, um, that injuries apparently didn't have anything to do with it. He said in college he didn't have a route tree, he didn't have a playbook, that does take some time. If you take a quarterback like that, you must run a kind of system that allows him to be successful I really believe Robert thought he was more of a drop-back quarterback. He hasn't done the things the NFL asks you to do. So had he not ever gotten hurt, which we knew he was susceptible to just with the style of play that is required of someone like him, um, I think that there would have been limitations within his game that they would never have been able to get past. I think that it would have been a burst, and Washington would have eventually had to draft somebody to play to welcome, kind of usher in the, the modern era. So so if you want to call it that, of what we're seeing right now with the past happy NFL.
3: What do you think, Jonathan? I think kind of around that same area. They There would have been this couple of years that it would have worked, but then teams would have caught on and they would have had to move on shortly thereafter. I don't think they would have been a team that's constantly competing for the top of the NFC East. I mean, that's not really hard to do this year because the rest of the division kind of stinks or is just kind of mediocre, but I don't think they would have been a team that's constantly
1: competing for their own division. You know, I I think with RG3, here, here's what I think would have happened to him. That he got off that really hot start, and then teams would have figured it out, and they would have started to design things to slow him down and force him to be a thinker back there, which I, I'm not sure that he necessarily was on the same level of a lot of other quarterbacks. But then, he would have... Rejuvenated or something like a a few Mm. years down the road, and I don't think this will happen to him now because he's not the same athlete as he was. But a Randall Cunningham like career where he had this late resurgence, he's a backup somewhere, he's thrown in to be a starter, he has a great year. I feel like RG3 could have been that guy. Like it would have, I think he still would have been competitive, but not on the same level as he was early on and good if his knee was the same. Uh, and maybe there would have been. Offenses that were designed more toward him consistently, like we see with the Ravens, but I'm not sure that he's sort of the same level of um, the same level of, I guess, um, intellectual quarterback as Lamar Jackson. I don't know. I, I respect what Lamar has been able to do so far, and I'm not sure that it's going to be as easy figuring him out as it was RG3. But I could have seen a, a Cunningham-style trajectory to RG3's career. Uh, next one. We all good with Thursday night football these days, or do we still think it's too quick of a turnaround, that the games are bad, and so on and so forth? I feel like the NFL went out of its way to make sure that people stopped saying the Thursday night games were bad by putting a lot of good Thursday night games on. <laughs> does that
2: make sense? Uh, like, are you okay nah. with that? You would have played in these. I love them. I love Thursday night games. I absolutely thought that they were for barbarians. I thought that it's... <laughs> I mean, it really does, because, like... I'm not kidding you, you're walking off on Sunday and they're handing you the playbook as you're walking into the locker room, like, here, study this, we'll see you at midnight. Meetings start in five hours. Like, You gotta go and just throw so much in and you're so beat up that the week is such a mush, but then you get there, because I played in some of the legendary ones where it was like Thanksgiving, Seattle, 49ers, we got whipped in our own house, but man, I'll tell you what, that, you want to win that game, you have to be the toughest team out there, no question.
0: I like, th- I like Thursday night games, Thursday games, period, when they're on Thanksgiving. Um, mm, if there's yes. any way to do this where you have a buy, I'm sure this has been brought up a thousand times, but if yeah. you can have it where you're coming off of a buy, I'm all for it. I mean, eventually on the back end of that, you're still dealing with injuries. You're still, still dealing with guys that are banged up, but it's not the quick turnaround because you'd have 10 days in between games. Right. Um, I don't know why the NFL hasn't done that. Like, Wouldn't right. it make sense? Because like, you think well, about the London games. They've been giving every team after London their They're, bye week. Why they can't they do them. it for Thursday
2: night? They don't want them. Teams don't want them anymore. Teams on the, after they go to London are like, we don't want our bye week now. You're just ruining our season. Like, we get it, we're coming back from London, we'll figure something else out. Because teams are saying, put us in where it statistically makes sense to give us a bye week. Not just because we came back from London. I think when you have too much time off and then you throw in a crazy game like that, it just makes it like a hectic thing, right? Like, hey guys, we're going to go on a bye week and then we're going to come back to a normal week. We're not going to come back to some hectic week because then it's like, is it really a bye week? Because a bye week we get off from Wednesday all the way to Sunday or the following Monday, whoever the coach is, depending on how nice he is. Well, if you're playing a Thursday game, is that really considered a bye week? Because now i got to come back the Thursday of my bye week to get ready for the next Thursday game to have a mini-bye week after. It's just, it's a whole like catastrophe, but I can tell you from the experience that going into this game, they're really fun. They're a lot of fun, and you get a little bit of a break right after, so that's not bad.
1: Yeah, I, I think um, I'm not skipping over you, Jonathan. Don't worry. Uh, I, I, I know... I. I know what you're saying that it it does uh, offer a little bit of a mini bye week and it has put the NFL on a Thursday night in everybody's home, unlike what it was when we were growing up where you had to wait till Sunday back in my day. But I also feel like it's so damn dangerous. Like, I know that you're like, I'm Alex Boone, I like to get hurt, but like, (laughs) come on. I mean, you're talking about almost no recovery time and you think about, like, other sports in comparison. The NBA, these guys are like, back to back, that's a little much. Like, the the old knees can't take that, and they're sitting those games out to get more recovery, and they're adapting the schedule, and here's the NFL like, play two days later, nerds, get out there. (laughs) Like, are you kidding me? Uh, So I've always felt like it was just a a little bit too much on the dangerous side and also maybe not the best possible football, but I also don't think it's ever changing. Is that, you agree with that, Jonathan? Yeah,
3: I'm kind of around the same area. It's just sloppy football all the time on Thursday, just because there's so little time to prep. And we know how these teams like to be almost over prepped sometimes. And it's just too sloppy of football for me. And there's a lot of teams out there that are bad NFL products already. And then you're showcasing them on national television once a year, I'm, I'm not a fan of them. You so watch also, Washington all, tonight, yeah, yeah. You also
0: see those things happen on Monday night football. Yeah, I'm still not over Monday. I'm, I'm wow. I take it as a personal oh, insult. How,
2: how bad that, of game, how was? Bad yeah.
0: that game was, yeah. and that was same, it. The
2: seeing ghost that bothered you, yes. or Was it the actual performance? Well, the
0: performance. I mean, okay, good. Cover zero, like I mean, they, it was literally like the oldest trick in their book. Yeah, like I just, I'm, I'm not over that.
2: Can we just talk though, real quick? What happened to the Jets O line? Like they're supposed to be good. They're supposed to be an O line up there, right? Because I'm not seeing one for this poor quarterback.
1: Um, for uh,
0: for the Jets, the
1: Jets, the Jets, yeah, uh, they're terrible. Well, yeah, I mean, Ryan Khalil maybe should have hung it up. And what the, was that? The rest, oh yeah, no, it's. It's a mess. Uh, yeah. I was I was just reading a text from Patrick Roycey who is saying Joe Theismann will always be his number one. For was, yeah, I'm Washington. surprised nobody
0: mentioned that. Well, I mean we're just not it's old
1: enough. Like us, we, we picked yeah. our era of like That's you fair. know growing up and and that sort of thing. What players were were that we liked? But he said that Theismann gave him 45 minutes for an interview. So of course he's number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, last one here. Now don't start a thing with me, Alex. Okay. Uh, but let's say the Washington football team at some point went by something else than what they currently go by. What would you change their name to? If they were forced if they were forced to change their name, what would you go with?
2: Go ahead, Courtney.
0: I think it'd be cool to can they do it like stealing from another sports franchise. Thing, yeah. Can you can could they be the Washington Senators? I know that yeah, was a baseball thing. Yeah. I mean they were that was the twins, so a kind Man, of the
3: Rangers before that.
0: Yeah, it's after that. let's go with the Washington Senators. That's a badass name. I like that. The Washington that Senators.
3: What do you think, John? Or the
0: Washington Congressmen? You're
3: you're a creative fella. <laughs> eh, I don't know about that. I, I have two names that it came up with Ren- Washington Renegades. It keeps the W and the R thing and it's completely different from what they currently are. Or kind of a homage to what they did in the eighties, the Washington Hogs.
2: I was gonna say that. That'd be the perfect one, wasn't it? Their <laughs> the offensive line—they've I mean, got just the fans say. doing the oh thing already with the the pig noses. You might as well. Yes, yes. That's what I was gonna say. The hogs, dude. That's what they should do. They were that was like they what they were known for. Their offensive line was like legendary. God, I love them.
1: Would it be uh, wrong in a football arena to steal from soccer and call them the Washington Football Club? Like yeah. with the, okay, yeah. all right, yeah, all right. Fair, I'm okay with this. Fair enough. I just thought no, it might be
3: the
2: Washington <laughs> Football Club. Yeah, well,
1: I mean, I just Washington thought, D C. You know, football D. Club, D, the D, yeah, something like the D. that. D. Washington D C. or whatever. D C. Renegades. Just go no, that's your, cool. Just go by your name. D C. D. C. Renegades. D. C. Renegades is cool. Ooh. It can be
2: done. Is that Jonathan. the name of like an
0: indoor soccer team?
2: Whoa, dude! Seriously? No, I mean I like
0: it. I'm just saying, isn't really? that name already used right like now? You like this. Sound like no, you. no, I it really didn't do like, like it. It sounds like total snark. Turbo <laughs> snark. It's not right turbo. Snark. That was
2: turbo snark. If I ever it's heard. It's actually of it.
3: a rugby football club. Oh, Thank rugby. you. Yes. Yes. See,
2: that's yeah. what I was getting at. Like I, I, you knew that. Oh I did though. though. <laughs>
0: I had heard that, Alex, and it was like, wow, that's a really good name. Isn't that already
2: used somewhere else? DC Renegades. I love it. Let's okay. do it, Jonathan. I don't. I
1: don't hate that. Okay, uh, let's take a break here. We've got a game in only a couple of hours, and I'm excited for that. We should do that every Thursday, like have a game that night, <laughs> so we can preview it. See uh, how
2: fun they are? Well, <laughs> what, what? great! I,
1: I know it's great. You know this football thing might work.
0: But, you know. <laughs> fun because we're not getting hurt. I mean, but the turnaround for us, it's not nearly as I bad. As the turnaround you. for them. It-
2: you don't even feel anything from the game before. You're still just so like, what is going on? It's, it's a <laughs> lot more fun than it comes off.
1: All right, uh, let's, uh, let's swing back to Kirk Cousins and the offense and talk about what's sustainable beyond this. And uh, is it going to work against Washington the same way it has against these other teams that were not good on the defensive side? Let's continue the discussion here leading up to the game tonight. Matthew Collar, Alex Boone, Courtney Cronin on Purple Daily.